Blog Talk Radio. Um, that will focus in on issues 
And, of course, there will be humor involved in it, but um, we're going to try to structure it a little bit better. Um, otherwise, also, uh, we also will be uh, playing underground artists, some uh, music from some artists you haven't heard of before. Just trying to give you, I guess, a little bit of insight on some other people that you might not know about that you might want to get to know. And we'll be playing those artists here tonight. Um, also, what we have going on here tonight is uh, we have two guests uh, tonight. The first uh, person that we're going to be talking to tonight um, is from a web series that's going to be debuting here pretty soon called The 404. We're going to be talking to Robert Cooper, uh, one of the stars of that show. Uh, he plays a character called Stax on the show, so he's going to come on, let us know what we can expect from the 404, and, um, you know, just, I guess, whet your appetite for what that show is going to be, and let, let me just say this, too. If you go to the website and you're checking out the trailer, make sure you do that from your phone or from your laptop. This is not safe for work, because if you decide you want to take a look at the 404 while you're on your lunch break, <laughs> it's going to be the longest goddamn lunch break you ever take, let me say, because you're going to be gone. Did that almost happen to you? Hey man, what I say about you know how keeping on the air? All right, the second you can tell the second us, part, you know, you got pulled aside the, about the content. The second guest, stop it. The second guest that we're gonna be talking to tonight is a uh, a rapper entrepreneur out of Detroit by the name of Detroit Black. Why wouldn't he be out of Detroit if his name's Detroit Black? That doesn't make any sense. But yeah, Detroit Black. We're gonna talk to him also. Um, he's got a project coming up, DVD, CD coming out. A lot of interesting endeavors. We're going to play a song by him. Doing a lot of talking here in the beginning, but just trying to let you guys know what's going on. Now, real quick, if you would like to get in touch with us tonight, we have several ways you can get in touch with us. If you want to give us a call and say whatever's on your mind, you can give us a call. 323-642-1604. Again, you want to call in and talk to us. 323-642-1604. If you would like to text us instead of waiting on hold, possibly, you can text us. The text number is 678-250-4442. Again, text number 678-250-4442. You can email us if you'd like to. The email address is theradioshow2015 at gmail.com. Don't forget the the in front of it. theradioshow2015 at gmail.com. And it's not, like, on Twitter, it's, not like putting a, it's not like putting a date on an email address is, is, is ever going to change it, right? Well, yeah, it's like a charcoal quest. You say the whole thing. Yeah. And the last part is we're on Twitter at Radio Show Tweets, okay? I'm going to send a post on Facebook with all that stuff because I know there was a lot of information in the beginning, but that's how you can get in touch with us if you so choose to. I feel like I have – I'm blown up already. We might as well end the show now with all this talking I've been doing. That's that's fine. All right. So, everybody's gonna sit there. Well, well. Said we couldn't curse, so we don't have it. I'm just kidding. What you got next for us? What is it that you like to talk about next? You said we're gonna have some interesting topics. So, what do you want yes, to start we are. with? Well, what we need to do uh, right now, actually, is we're gonna. Um, 
as something I didn't explain in the beginning, did explain, I should say, how we're going <clears> to, <throat> excuse me, showcase underground artists. So what we're going to do is have an artist showcase right now, let everybody get settled in before we start with our first topic here. So uh, this first show that we're going to uh, play here uh, before we get started, because we also have another host that's going to be joining us in just a minute. Um, it's a show, um, a show, a song by an artist by the name of Edson Sean. All right, Edson Sean has been featured on VH1 Soul, Sub-Soul, uh, show so he's you know up and coming and i'm going to get you some information on him but right now we're going to play a song by him this is s and sean it's called right now and just in case you were wondering you're not listening to some radio show or a radio show you're listening to the radio show trying to get you to understand is that I'm right here for you. Whatever you need, whenever you need it, just call me. Cause I'm right here. I'm right here. Dry your eyes and wipe your tears. Let me in. So 
know you're strong, baby, but every tree at some point needed some support. And I just wanted you to know that I'm here to remind you of. Everything is going haywire tonight. I guess it, hey, cool, Joe. Hey, you remember how it was the first time we did the show? Like, didn't like the wrong theme song play or something the first time we did this? I don't like to recall. Thanks, man. You, you know uh, what? You're just a. <laughs> I don't. I don't like to remember. <laughs> but yes, I do remember. The wrong theme song played. The call-in number wasn't working. It was like twenty different things going wrong on the first episode. And this is exactly what's happening here, where we were having audio issues, the clip wouldn't play, all this other stuff that's going haywire. But anyways, welcome back to the radio show. Um, we got a live read, Cujo. This, we've upgraded from the last time we did a show. We actually have sponsors this time, and it ain't beverage. Oh, God, beverage. It's the truth. Who's our new sponsor? Here it is right here. Well, this portion of the radio show is being brought to you by Next Generation Mobile DJs. You can book your wedding, birthday party, corporate events, club meetings, and more. For more information, you can email mjad at nga-radio.com. That's Next Generation Mobile DJs. Let us provide the soundtrack to your next event. See, it's not beverage this time. At the start. Although... Although I would like to remind all of our listeners that beverage is both thirst quenching and affordable. Hey, and that's it. Anyway, welcome, welcome back to the radio show. That song that you just heard was like, like I said, it was from an artist, uh, an artist by the name of Edson Shang. All right, Edson Shang, like I said, he was um, showcased on the VH1. Soul on the Sub Soul Show, and we're going to post his information to the Facebook page uh, before the end of the show. All right, so the first thing that we, uh, we wanted to get into here, um, we're going to talk to uh, Robert Cooper here in 15 minutes uh, from the 404 web show. Cujo, EZ, ATL Diva, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. We, we, have to mention, we have to mention Donald Trump 
because, you know, it's funny, you know, with all the stuff that he has going on, it's like this is perfect banter for a show, my opinion. I mean, I agree. Well, it's his comb over, but, you know. No, we're not talking about his comb over. No, that's, 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 a, that's another subject for another day. The fact that he's a serious candidate right now is mind-blowing. And what's funny about that is, and this is courtesy of a website called The Daily Banter, is that they have put together a list of ten quotes from Donald Trump from a speech that he made, the one that got him in all this trouble, that shows he's totally ready for president. And by saying he's totally ready for president, they're saying that very sarcastically. Let's start with this list, and then we can let the panel analyze it. All right, so the first one here is, it says, Donald, he's going to slow up the Mexican vote. All right, he says, when Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're sending people that have lots of problems. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're bringing rapists. <laughs> that, that killed his whole chances of winning right there. Wait, so that's not true? <laughs> really? I'm, I'm playing I know, I know you're playing, but it's like, like I was watching that live, and I just looked at my friend, and I'm like, did he really just say that? The one Mexican listener we had just hung up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that that's the wrong group of people to get mad. Uh, yeah. Or get oh, rowdied right. up about okay. something. I'm just saying. Uh, First of all, the thing is, with all that money, isn't he supposed to have somebody like proofread or tell him what and what not to say? So he just no, no, it's Donald Trump. You know when you yeah, when you're rich, you do what you want. You know, like, to be honest, this this could be a whole new like this could be kind of like a groundbreaking like new way to do politics. Just be honest. Just fuck it. Just say what you want. I'm tired of fake politicians. To be honest, I would rather you say what you you really feel that way I know where you stand. Uh, not in, not in like, but but do you agree with that though? I don't agree with what he's saying, but I respect his right to say it. I, I, I don't agree with what he's saying either. Because this right, is the let's, thing. Let's, this is the thing though, Kujo. A, a, bla- a black so, dude could rape you. A white dude could rape you. It doesn't matter about the nationality. And that's what I'm saying. Like, how you going to say that and then, like, a few days later, he's on CNN, and he's like, well, I don't know if all the Hispanics that are working for me are legal. I'll get back to you on that. Right. Well, like, you remember what happened when they wanted to deport all the Mexicans, and then the white people were like, oh, we don't have anybody to farm our land and clean our house so they can stay. Oh, for God. I, I just, I just, this is not smart to say. I don't care who you are. I mean, but think about it. The country was built on the exact same thing. I mean, England sent over their worst people over here as indentured servants and slaves because they didn't want them in England. I mean, the rapists, the thieves, the murderers. Shh, don't tell some of their ancestors that. (laughs) Don't tell some of their descendants that. You you guys do realize that this is only the first quote from several, and we've already spent three minutes on one. He's got stuff. but we all know okay, the rest so of the page the is like one. ignorant. Okay, so we know that was ignorant. So let's go to ignorant number so, two. So would you rather he? Hey, would you rather he 
gave a speech that was written by someone else that was clean, you know, straight laced, and then got in office with these same feelings. I can't sit here and lie to you. I, I, I want my congressmen to lie to me. I mean, deep down, I know you really ain't doing your job, but you could lie to me and give me the pat on the back that you're actually doing your job and make me feel better. Like, but how are you going to win doing that? You know what I'm saying? That's the thing that, that baffles me. He's not well, he's going to win. He's, he's a pawn to eliminate some of the other people who are going to run so that the true Republican candidate Oh, all 30 is of them. You know, no competition. All 30 of them. I mean, There's like 30 of them right now. Matter of fact, yeah, I might, but he's going to help lead them tomorrow. all out. <laughs> he's actually leading the polls right now. Yeah. Which sort of you have to take him serious right now because he's leading. Yeah. And who's the other person that we really have visibility to, though, to compare him to? Really? Who's get, he's getting all the FaceTime. So yeah, yeah. if someone yeah. else was getting FaceTime, I mean, we'd have options, but Fox isn't giving anybody any options. It's kind of smart, honestly, because he's saving millions on campaigning and advertising and stuff because he's getting free publicity just by opening his mouth and saying whatever the hell he want to say. I mean, it's not going to hurt his But nobody other people with taxpayers' money, he's not, is he spending his own money? Doubt it. So this is a game to him, and it's free publicity for all his hotels and whatever else he's got going on, golf courses. Kind of smart, actually. Yeah, There's no really way smart. you're dumb enough to say dumb on TV thinking that's going to help you win. He knows it's not going to help him win. But, but he's him, getting all the attention. A bit. Oh, definitely. But he's not – he's the only one that's going to say all these things. Like, if he's waiting for somebody to, like, one-up him, that's not going to happen. Like, with that first quote, nobody would say that except Donald Trump. But the thing she says – are amazing. Like, take this for an example, all right? I'm just going to skip around on some of the better ones. Here's him showing his diplomacy skills. He says, and I quote, when was the last time anybody saw us beating, let's say, China in a trade deal? They kill us. I beat China all the time. I mean, who says that? Donald Trump. (laughs) You know, because we owe China money, so we need a talk to them about something, right? We need to call them out, right? Yes. Here's another one on God making him to make jobs. He says, and I quote, I will be the greatest jobs president that God ever created. What the hell does that mean? What does that even mean? My thing is, doesn't he have the trademark for you're fired? So how is he going to be the best at creating jobs? Is he going to have to give up the trademark first? I don't know. Speaking of jobs, he says on free trade, he says free trade is terrible. Free trade can be wonderful if you have smart people, but we have stupid people. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, what else, is, what else did he say? What else does he need to say? He just said that all Americans are racist. He said that he beats China all the time. That God himself told him he's the greatest job creator president ever. What else does he need to say? If he offered you a job, would you take it? you damn right I would. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's all, and that's all that matters. Oh, God. Oh, my God. 
So this is so would you be considered like a sellout if you took the job or what? Or not? Oh yeah, mo farm. Yeah. You can call me a sellout, but what you won't call me is broke. I'm going to sell out, sell in, whatever the hell else you want to call it. <laughs> and again, it's secretly kind of idiot in the booth. I'm just saying. Uh, real quick, I wanted to say if you um, wanted to chime in with your thoughts on any of this, again, we have several ways no. to get in touch with us. You want to text us 678-250-4442. You can give us a call, 323-642-1604. Uh, again, be talking to Robert Cooper from starring in uh, the 404 web series in about mm, seven minutes or so. We'll be talking to him about the show. Right now we're talking about Donald Trump and his many great quotes. We could be here all day with this. It's fantastic. Which is the sad part. We really could. There was one that he uh, that he tweeted out a little while ago. He said that um, if uh, something about Hillary Clinton, I, I don't know, I don't have the exact quote because I'm not as prepared as as, as my as uh, my, my my fellow uh, host M16 there. But he said something to the effect of if Hillary Clinton Clinton can't satisfy her husband, what makes her think she can satisfy a nation or, a nation or some shit like that? Oh no, wow. he quoted that. <laughs> he quoted it wow. and he retweeted it. Somebody else tweeted that yeah. to him. And he like quoted it, but then he soon deleted it. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you still put it out on your Twitter, so I mean, it's out there. You don't retweet yeah, something unless you unless you kind of you know, uh, acquiring the the sentiment. Hey, but thank God for screenshots, right? That is amazing. And he's got multiple ex-wives. So I guess we should interview his ex-wives and ask them about his form of satisfaction. I, I I don't know. Wow. I guess they're just satisfied that they took. Uh, I'm so the glad Cujo brought that up though, because I was literally looking at that before we got on air. Uh, I mean, we could go. I mean, Donald Trump just keeps he just keeps the hits coming. Like I read a story. I don't have it right here. Where one of his ex-wives said that she felt that he like violated her sexually. Like he got mad and. Almost, I don't know. It's it, it, Listen, I can just say this with an absolute, that we hope this guy goes as far as he can go running for president without winning, as long as he keeps mm-hmm. insane quotes like this coming. Like, we don't want him to win. Oh, man, I, if he, I hope he's in the general election. Look, check this oh, out. God, yeah. if, if he wins, everybody here better move to Canada because we're in trouble. Y'all ain't moving nowhere. Nah, sure? nah, I'm not. I'm you damn right we are. All right, so we um we uh got the uh like I said the interview coming up with Robert Cooper, so we should probably make room for that right now, so we can play another song, showcase another artist here. Or or not? What, what's wrong with you? What, what is wrong with you guys? Where's the energy? What you? What what's wrong with you? You just said what we're about to do, and then you just paused. Like what? What's up with that? What's up with that? Oh, so so now you're challenging me on the air now, are we easy? Okay. You just asked what's wrong with us. Yeah, I did. All right. So how you gonna act that and not get a re- act like you're not gonna get a response? Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, we're gonna uh, make room for That's that. 
What did you say, Cujo? No, I was just saying, that's what you get when you tune into the radio show. Ooh, <laughs> Not just any regular radio show. <laughs> the radio show. Yes, the radio <laughs> show. <laughs> Here's a song from uh, our <laughs> name is Double A. Our name is Double A's out of Philadelphia. Uh, the name of the song is called Loving You. And all the artists who will... Uh, did somebody hit that prematurely? We're going to... Uh, post his information uh, on the Facebook page later. But right now, we're going to go ahead and get into that song. Robert Cooper coming up right around the corner. The 404 web show will be uh, dropping real, real soon, and we'll be talking to him about that. So we will be right back in just a second. Loving you. It was me and you, the answer to my prayers, a dream comes true. I was caught up in the days, astonished, amazed, even the thought you would bring a smile to my face. Huh? At that time, we was in different states, closer than ever, though we live miles away. Baby girl, so fly, the apple of my eye, these feelings inside, so hard to describe. And I knew we'd be together till the day that we died. Ride or die, stick, when it's time to ride, you ride. Shotgun, front seat, in the passenger side. So many times spent together, we laughed and we cried. We was happily ever after through this passage of life. My counterpart, mommy, was the better half of my life. I would look at her and say to myself, yo, that be my wife. There wasn't no disagreement, no spat and no fight that could ever come between us. And that's how it was, the perfect definition of a couple in love. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, have you ever had somebody that you with? Like, it feels natural. Like, y'all, y'all always been together. And, like, it's perfect. And there's no doubts in your mind. To the end, through the thick and the thin Unbreakable together, we was in it to win We can make it through whatever with the strength of our mind We'll be formed like Captain Planet and our powers combined And with the passing of my dad and the death of your mom We learned lessons from our blessings, not the stress on our mind And the curveballs of life, but though we had to sit and matter Cause if it couldn't kill us, it could only make us better We was ready for the world, like bring it on, whatever You started grad school when I was trying to get my cheddar Trying to get my cheddar right so we could have a better life I ain't graduate from college just to live the ghetto life So I'm working on my and I'm trying to get it right It's okay, one day in due time I'ma shine, I'ma give you the world Cause the world don't be mine And I appreciate the way you've been holding me down Anytime that your man's in the jam You was there to help lift me up And to show me you care Yeah, see it was like a fantasy You know what I'm saying But now all fantasies have happy endings, man It's like the one thing That you think would never, ever, ever happen Came again when it rains it pours stressed out to the point i couldn't take no more lost my job my money my car and one summer one bad situation led straight to another when things couldn't get no worse than where they was at baby girl up and left me just like that after six years together she just gave me the act the six years of my life that i can't get back girl how you kick me when i'm down stab me in my back huh i'm a man with pride you don't do it like that you don't just pick up and leave and leave me sick like that you don't throw away what we had just like that and when it's convenient for you we supposed to get right back? Nope, I can't do it. Don't want no part to it. The only love of my life now was my music. A few 
things I never was and one of them is stupid I wasn't perfect, but that was good to you So whatever made you leave, I hope it's worth it to the radio show. We got the whole crew in the house. I'm M16. We got the Jerk, your boy Cujo, EZ, and ATL Diva all in the house. Thanks for listening. You want to hit us up, 323-642-1604 is the phone number. Text us, 678-250-4442. Email address is theradioshow2015 at gmail.com. Palin 2016. Wait, did I mess up something? Yeah, Sarah Palin 2016. That's all I got to say about oh. the whole Donald Trump thing. Sarah yeah, Palin is going to step in and she's going to clean house. She's a maverick. Nope. Oh. All right, what we're um, about to get in here, um, and uh, we've been having all types of problems like been getting texts saying that people have been trying to call in, but they can't get anybody. Um, we're sorry. See, blog no, talk hasn't changed in blog talk hasn't changed in four years, but you can feel free to, you know, text us your thoughts if the phone number is not working out right now. But um, what we're about to uh, do right now actually is bring in uh, one of the stars of a uh, new web series that's getting ready to drop here shortly. It's called the 404. All right. So it seems like it's trying to take the, I guess, the same path as like an empire or maybe a power type show, you know, hardcore drama. You know, folks like shows like that. So we're going to talk to one of the stars of that show. His name is uh, Robert Cooper. He's going to uh, be playing a character called Stacks on the show. So we're going to go ahead and uh, give him the, I was going to say, Kujo, I almost slipped up and said, go radio welcome, and this ain't, that ain't the same show. But... From what I'm told, so far. So far, it's seeming pretty much the same here. We're going to uh, welcome in Robert Cooper, who, uh, as I said, is going to be starring in the web series, The 404. So, uh, Coop, you know, thanks for taking out the time to come on the radio show with us. How's it going? Oh, not, a, not a problem, man. I'm doing good. How you doing? We're good, man. We're just trying to work through some issues here. Um, you know, it seems like everything seems to be going haywire here, but we're going to, you know, we're going to get through this and we're going to make the most out of it. So this show, The 404, so if you could just, you know, I guess tell us about how the idea to do The 404 came about and how you got involved in it. Well, uh, first of all, you know, the web series was created, was created by the genius mind of Art Flowers, and, you know, it came about, you know, one day he called a couple of his friends up and you know, decided that he wanted to put something together. It's been something that's been on his heart for a long time, you know, and he just wanted to put his heart on paper, you know, and uh, it's it's going to be great, I'm going to tell you that. All right, so 
you know, like I was saying with that, so how, how did you come to be involved in that? You know, because Art, you know, if anybody knows Art Flowers, he's a guy who's always dealing with something, you know, as far as entertainment, you know, things of that nature. That's just something that's in him. So how did, how did you get involved in it? Well, me and Art go way back, you know, and he was looking for somebody to play the character of Stax, and uh, he felt like I had the, the exact personality of the character he was trying to portray. So he called me up one day and said that, uh, you know, he needed me, you know, and I for a long time I, I told him that, you know, acting was a passion of mine. So what great opportunity to, to work together. We already know each other's style. Uh, we know how we work together. So, you know, we just put it together and, and it worked out. All right, so well, you tell, just mentioned. Tell us about. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Tell us about Stacks. Tell us about your character. Bring oh, it man. to life for us. Oh man, you know Stax is 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 a monster. When you think about, you know, uh, the the biggest music mogul in the in the business, you know Stax not the one to be played with. He about his money, you know. He about his women, better yet, woman, uh, the beautiful Carmen Stax. But along the line, Stax has his secrets, you know, that that he's trying to uh, keep covered up. But uh, you know, he started the music. Uh, Empire Stacks Entertainment, and from there he's just taking over. He's he's tearing the game up, man. All right, so talk to us about this uh, special relationship with you, with, with well, with Stacks and his main chick. <laughs> this Carver Stacks, let me tell you something, man. She's a bad girl, man. And um, I met Carmen uh, while I was on the streets of, of Atlanta, in, in the hustle on the streets, making my money and. You know, from there, Stacks met her. She was already brought in the money. You know, her father was, you know, already, you know, soaking in the cash. So we met each other. She got me out the streets. Man, I just took my hustle from the streets to the music industry. From there, we created the Stacks Entertainment. You know, my girl just been by my side the whole way. You know, and now when it comes to us, you just got to stay tuned and watch and see what happens. But it is interesting. We were talking to Robert Cooper. Robert Cooper plays Stacks on the upcoming web show, The 404, that's going to be debuting soon. Speaking of debuting, do we have an exact date of when this show is going to be dropping? We do have an exact date. Let me tell you something. You need to go on to www.the404.com. It's going to be dropping on the 8th of next month. So stay tuned. Log on and watch it. I guarantee you're going to love it. All right, so, Coop, let, let me ask you this. Now, I, I heard you mention uh, earlier that, you know, acting is a passion of yours. So this is are, – are you hoping to use this as a vehicle for which you hope is going to be a full-fledged acting career? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, growing up, you know, I always considered myself to be the life of the party. You know, and I always wanted to be seen, and uh, once I got into college, I was able to take some acting courses, and, you know, I never forget, you know, how my professor, you know, loved my performances, you know, while I was in her class, so from there, she told me it's something I should pursue, but I never had the opportunity being, living in Jacksonville, Florida, there's really not very, very many avenues for actors in Florida, so when I came to Atlanta, you know, I put my headshots out there, and um, once I got with Art, 
you know, that was just confirmation that it was something that I needed to continue to pursue. And, and of course, you know, once this takes off, you know, I'm looking for plenty of opportunities. But I know with with the creative mind of art, you know, he's going to create more and more shows to keep people going. All right. So, and speaking about you and, and your passion for that, who are, would you say, are some of your influences in, you know, when, it talk, when you start talking about theater and influences of yours, who are some of the people that you would say are an influence on? Man, let me tell you something. Denzel Washington is definitely uh, someone I look up to in, in the active business. You know, he has it together, and, and, you know, he can switch it up from the nice guy to the mean guy. You know, so he's versatile, definitely somebody I look up to. When it comes to the, you know, to the ladies, they love him. So, you know, hopefully Robert Cooper can, can get on that on that screen and, and make the ladies feel the same way. I see that. And, and I saw what y'all were up to, all of us who watched that trailer, that the first trailer that they had, the first shot you see is just, booty so it's like you're trying to grab the <laughs> grab the audience right from the beginning <laughs> let me tell you something it's a lot of booty on the show trust me you know <laughs> hey let me tell you man the women the women of the fold for man when i tell you they just every single one of them just beautiful man and, and you know they let it all out man they let it out yeah scared to, to get in front of that camera and do what they got to do to keep the people entertained so now, uh, <laughs> that is funny, man. Speaking of keeping them entertained, I did see the trailer, and the trailer was very good. And we have put a disclaimer out there for people not to watch it at work. Oh, yeah, please we don't watch it. Their, we, want, we want them to keep their job so they can come <laughs> and see you guys. Right. So, if you want your job. Um, if you want to job, watch the job, watch it at work. <laughs> so how did you get into character for Satch? Is it far from your personal character? Is it something you had to kind of transition into to prepare for the role that you have? I, honestly, let me tell you, Stax is, is a, a serious character. So far from my, my actual personality, but, you know, you have to dig deep and, and, to, and get into your character. If you know who your character are, who your character is, you 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 know you have to study them. You know, and so what I did was to, to get in my mean mode. You know, I think of things of my past. You know, I I grew up, you know, in a rough city. You know, and I, I think about all the violence and things that goes on in my city, and that's what got the the the, the anger in me. You know, and I take that, I put it into stacks. And it all comes out for me. All right, so cool. I had How do you a, stay a focused? What are the booty on set? How do you stay focused? Oh, it's hard. It is hard. Trust me, it's hard. You know, I, I, thought, you know I thought you was gonna say. I thought he was gonna say that I just focused on the booty. I, I guess it's just feel him get ready to say that. Hey man, well, no, he uh, hey. I'm sure he did a couple of times. Let me tell you. First and for first and foremost, I'm a man, okay. And when you see a beautiful woman, it is hard to take your eyes off them. But at the end of the day, you know you have to keep it professional. These women are professional, and and from there, you know you see it, but you got to keep it moving, you know. And and although it's hard, 
at the end of the day, I'm an actor, I'm a professional, and, and, and I'm serious about my craft. All right, so we're going to get you out of here on this one. Um, just take a, one second and give a hard sell, and if you could just tell people just exactly why they should take just one good reason why people that the four, that people need to know that the 404 is a show they need to see is what? It's intriguing. It's powerful. And it's something that, that everybody goes through in their lives. When you talk about lies, deceit, betrayal, love, lust, all of it in one. It's something that you, you, you're going to relate to, and it's something that you're going to love. That's awesome. And can you give the website one more time where people can go and check it out? It's dropping on August 8th. And, it, and what's the website again? It, it's, it's actually two ways you can get through. You can go to www.the404o0.com, or you can go to www.af3productions.com. Awesome, awesome. We're definitely going to be checking that out. Coop, this was fun. Uh, once the show drops, we'll probably have to do this again. Absolutely. This was really cool. So appreciate you taking out the time to talk to us. And um, you guys check out the 404, all right? It's coming out August 8th, all right? And we're going to post all that information to the Facebook page and also Twitter. Coop, thanks for coming right. on the radio show, brother. Hey, hey, guys, thanks for having me. Thanks. All right, that was a cool interview about the 404. We got another guest coming up in about well, about 15 minutes or so. We're going to talk to Detroit Black. I figure we should – let's take a poll here. We're going to do some house cleaning on the air here. Let's vote. Should, do we play Detroit Black song now to get ready for the interview, or do we, or do we wait? How many songs Over. you got? Did he, did he Wait, open us up to the album, or we only got one track? We only got we only got one track. That's unfortunate because he's still working on stuff right now, so we only got one. Uh, unless it's a fifteen minute track, I say we wait. Yeah. Okay. So we so we don't we don't play the the uh, Detroit Black song right now. Then uh, we, we let, we let Mr. Detroit Black introduce his own song, sell okay. his own we'll music just, on his own terms. But just to go back to the show, I got to give it up to Mr. Sax. It was a decent interview. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I'm going to check out the show. Okay. First off, Jerk, cut. Okay. Okay. First of all, cut, cut. Just, I, I just got to say it. Stop the nonsense. He mentioned booty, and that's why you got interested. You're not fooling anybody, okay? Just so you know. Okay. And that, I can and that has nothing to do, that has nothing to do with why I want to watch it either, okay? Hey, y'all are married men. Right. I can't be talking about this. Right. I just I'm I'm gonna watch for the acting. The acting. I can't wow. say the words that I wanted to say just now. Yes, you have to. You've been forbidden. I call BS. I, I'm gonna just leave it at that. I want I want to watch for well, the acting. I mean, I really did watch the art. trailer, and I actually liked the trailer because it wasn't. It didn't look like a home movie. You know how some people put together something and it doesn't it looks kind of low budget. It's very well done, and 
and it was very intriguing. It looks like it's going to be full of drama and everything that we love in the show, you know? So, unfortunately, 16, it won't be a bunch of dry humping. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys, you guys are, are – this is this is going to be interesting. I mean, this, this – if let's just say this, if you didn't know about what the four oh four was before that interview, if what he describes to you didn't get you interested in watching the show, then I mean I, I mean I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what you want to do with yourself, you know. It's booty, money, and drama. What else can you ask for? I mean beautiful people. Bam. I mean beautiful black people, you know. What else? In Atlanta, so you might actually run across one of these people. When you buy your weed, you never know. That's right. So they can totally ignore you when you see them. <laughs> well, no, you can get the autograph early before they blow up. I know. And then you got to pay Cujo. for it. Cujo, so they can be somewhere else when the boys don't call. Aww. So, okay, that's like not awkward enough. So we'll be on to next. Was. Well, uh, I just want to remind everybody, we're going to be talking to Detroit Black in about Mm, 10 minutes or so, something like that, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, somewhere in between then to uh, talk about his, uh, you know, his current endeavors and to talk about what's going on in Detroit. And, I mean, stories about what's going on in Detroit, I mean, my God, I mean, you could just, you could probably, like, get shot up in Detroit just going to get your mail or something, you know? Yeah, that's why they call it Michigan. Boom, boom. Wow. <laughs> He'll be here we need all those sound night, effects, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Don't quit your day job, literally, please, though. Damn, man. It's like, you know Shots what? This show, this, this show is, is similar to the last where we do something really good. Like, that interview was good. And then here comes the jerk plowing through, playing defense on Hey, how you doing? Like, it's called the community and for the kids. If you're not famous, and you ain't doing nothing with your life. I'm sorry, you need to come back. You got a lot. How many minutes do well, we have for our next interview? Well, we got a few minutes, but there was a t- there was something that I did want to bring up while we we're uh, waiting to talk to Detroit Black, and mm-hmm. that's that's Hulk Hogan. And I'm pretty sure that you probably think I'm just going to go right to his racist tirade, but I'm not. Because courtesy of the Daily Beast, this story is amazing. Hulk Hogan went to Twitter, and he took, of all people, the president to task about him using the N-word. He tweeted recently, biracial President Obama uses the N-word and is applauded and keeps his job, but Hulk Hogan uses the N-word and is vilified and loses his job. What the hell? All right, I'm going to go ahead and play the jerk, because on TV that's who I play, and say that I think he has a point. If we're going to put this word to rest, we need to put it to rest as a people. We can't just fling it out there and expect nobody else to catch it and then just be upset about it. Like, there are there are words in other religions or sects or um, racial ethnicities that are not spoken simply because they are that strong and that powerful and that negative. So 
on one end of it, if you listen to the audio of the interview he had with Booker T, you understand where he's coming from, and it doesn't seem racist at all. But on the other end of it, we're feeding an entire generation and generations to come a word that should be struck from the English language altogether. But what do we do? We perpetuate it, we beat it, beat it up, curse it out all at the same time. So you, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Even huh. used as a term of endearment, because that's the that's the argument you always get is the the context of how you're using it. There's nothing endearing about that word, in my opinion. But I mean, the way it's used today, it's not used in an offensive term, like. We all say it. So here's the thing. You, saying we should, you, you, you give a word. As, I mean, the word is only as powerful as, as as much power as you give it. I mean, yeah, it has a negative history behind it, but there's a lot of words in the English. And I'm just playing devil's advocate here. There's a lot of words in the English, English language who, whose meaning has changed 10 to 20 times over the course of history. So, and what... And one case in point of that is the Nazi symbol. You think of that reverse square, or whatever you want to call it. It's been used in pagan religions. It's been it was used several times during uh, the Egyptian. It was a strong positive image, even in some Jewish cult. But in, Bo- in Buddhism, I think it's a Buddhism. symbol for love or peace or something like that. Yeah, I mean, but but at this point, it's a it's a symbol that the world that a particular sect of individuals killed multiple millions of people and the world has accepted or the sane version of the world has accepted that it's inacceptable anymore and I think that the n-word which I ain't gonna lie I use it all damn time should be on that same level because it has screwed over just as many people if not more when you consider the lives lost the families separated I mean you try to trace back the roots of any of the people on his phone right now, it would probably break up three generations up, and you'd absolutely have no idea without DNA testing or blood testing where you came from. So to me, that's just as big of a horrible event as the swastika. So, so let's yeah. just say you get rid of. Let's just say you get rid of the. Let's say you get rid of nigger. Just go ahead and say it. Let's say you get rid of the word and it gets replaced with another word. Means the exact same. <laughs> the meaning is the exact same, but you eliminate the power of that word. You you have something that you can pull back and say, We fought for this, we took this away. If they wanted to make up some random whatever, this is on them, but we have power over this. We made this disappear. There's power so you, in that. There's power and ownership. So, so they no longer call you the N word, but now they just call you coon. And most of us have seen a coon from time to time. So, I don't, I don't give, I don't give that the same amount of reverence or power. That's just call me personally. Knuckle dragger, you would. No, I drag my knuckles every morning. I ain't trying to do shit. I'm gonna get out of bed. I'm sorry. We ain't supposed to be cutting ourselves. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
don't really think the word's going to go away anytime soon. I mean. It won't. Like, we use it every day, just like the jerk said. We use it every day. Like, we're just going to stop using it tomorrow? No. And I think think everybody has the same crazy words in their culture. It's just they have enough, you know. Well, it's it's slightly not publicized like we do. You know what I'm saying? Like I just think we've actually commercialized it to a sense, you know. Like like somebody said earlier, we we've taken it and turned it into a whole like another thing. It doesn't mean that it's you know. I think that's what we. I think that's what we tried to do. I think we tried to own it. We tried to accept it. And we tried to turn it into what we wanted it to be, as opposed to being the divisive word that everybody knows it is. But at the same time, what we opened ourselves up to is giving the people who caused us the most harm a defense to being able to use that word, even though deep down we probably all know that they're using it for the worst possible means, which is why Hulk Hogan is getting the flat that he's getting now is, People are thinking that he's using it as a hateful slur, but really, he isn't. Right. Now, there was, and like you there said was, in the interview, he didn't say it there, in a mean way. He was just like, I don't get it. There was two different Y'all called each different. other that, and I, y'all for this, mad when I say it. For this, uh, for this incident with Hogan, there's two different, um, there's two different interviews, or there's two different sources. The one is the source, the interview that he did with DJ Who Kid and um, where he was talking about how people call him nigga. And, you know, it was just an interview, and there wasn't anything racist about that. What he's getting flagged for is that sex tape that he put out a little while ago. At some point in the sex tape, he started talking about his daughter, um, Brooke, and how she, you know, he'd rather she be dating a nigger or, you know, fucking a black guy. You know, I'd rather be putting up with niggers than putting up with whatever. So that's the the part that he's catching the flack for, not the DJ Who Kid interview that he did. So he was, he's meant, I mean, if they don't have the actual audio, but from the transcript, if you read it, he was basically calling everybody nigger in the original in the original meaning of the word. Yeah, somebody writes, check this out, somebody writes in via text, I said nigga 32 times this morning before I even got out of bed. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, we use it. Yeah, like, and, and that's what I'm saying. I, it's, 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 only, it's only as powerful as, as you make it. You know what I mean? Like, if, okay, if it's, a, if it's a white person that says, I mean, if it's a white person that you're cool with that says, what's up, my nigga, whatever. You may or may not find it to be offensive, but if they say it like "oh, ugly nigger," like "I hate niggers" or whatever, right? Take Confederate flag in the background. But if, but on the on the other hand, a, a black person could do the exact same thing to you. They could say "what's up, my nigga," dap you up, whatever, or they could call you a bitch nigger, and you take offense to that. Right. All right. So I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring this from a totally different perspective. I grew up in Mount Vernon, Alabama. Very I'm sorry, jerk. What the hell is that? Yeah, exactly. real, real talk. So I went to I went to high school in a place called Citronelle, Alabama. My high school was exactly 12 miles from the Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan. Ku Klux Klan. They had one computer. I passed by. I passed by his house. I saw it. Look, I'm not trying to just throw this up to you, but I, there was a guy 
that I worked for that threw it out there all general like that. It was like, what up, my? But where I was, I still wanted to knock the shit out of him. It petrified me. Because I saw a Klan rally that went around the block from my high school. I grew up and I lived around this kind of stuff. And I'm not 60 years old. Right. This was less than 15 years ago. So for me, I can't really just pass it off because it, it raises hairs on the back of my spine. You know, it, it, it gives me that whole fight or flight reaction. So right. I have trouble. I understand where people are coming from because I understand ignorance. But at the same time, you have to, there, there, what, is it, what is it? It's impact versus intent. You intend to be cordial, but you have to understand that your impact could be very, very negative. So you have so to one of so one of those same clansmen called you a coon or a porch monkey or any other racial slur besides that one. You would feel the same way, right? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. So it's not necessarily just that word; it's it's the, concept. the sentiment behind it. Yeah, and it, it's the concept. Yeah, but that, and that word has a definite meaning. Like there's no there there are certain words in the English language that have a definite meaning. There's no misinterpreting. There's no mis there's no misinterpreting porch monkey either. I'm not there's no term of yeah. Endearment. It's true. I'm just saying like like <laughs> what they used to call uh, Indians. They used to call Indians prairie niggas. That's what, what? they called. What? <laughs> Somebody writes in via text. Like, are we gonna set a record for using the most offensive terms that we possibly can on this show? Yes, can hey, we look. please change subject? Because this shit is depressing the hell out of me. Please, yeah, hold, hold on. Well, I was gonna say hold hold on before we before we let this go because Detroit Black just called in and uh, he was letting me know that he wanted to you know chime in on this before we you know do a you know do the interview and talk about his uh, endeavors and everything. But I was gonna say to the person who texted in and said that I would probably tell you to grow up a little bit because this is the real world. This shit exists. So I'm just you know. We're here to have fun and all that stuff and everything, but this is out there, man. This is this is for real, you know. So yeah, I mean, and there's there's words not not just with this one. There's other words like like uh for women. Not saying it is equivalent to nigga or whatever, but just kind of making an analogy. The word bitch. You can see two females who or two women who are friends say bitch, you know, call each other bitch, whatever, as a term of endearment. But if you turn as a man, if you turn around and call a woman a bitch, then you know, all hell breaks. You got a problem. Yeah. Oh, you you got you got serious problems, and you're gonna need new tires, a new windshield, and uh, probably bail money. Well, I think you know, I think there's always gonna be words and things that people say, and yep. I definitely don't think any of this stuff is gonna be solved anytime soon, That's, just because it's just a it's just a part of how people are and what they say, I think, you know, you just have to demand the type of respect that you want. And it's going to be an individual situation because none of these terms are going to go away. Now the new term is thought. I mean, I don't even know how that word makes sense when people want to use it all the time. And guys definitely use it. Women use it all the time too. But um, I guess I think that, if we want people to see us a certain way at the end of the day, we have to set the example, and it's just as simple as that. Because all the other exactly. races set an example, and 
they don't do in public what they don't want other people to do to them. So, I mean, we have things that we say behind closed doors because that's just what we do, but they're not putting that out. They're not portraying it. They're not putting it in songs. They're not, you know what I'm saying? So until we change the way we move, people aren't going to respect us the way that the respect we're asking for, we're never going to get it if we don't start with ourselves. And that's just kind of like, in my opinion, not something we can, you know, drag out by talking about it. It's just going to be something that we have to step up and do ourselves. Yeah, Yeah, that's absolutely right. I agree with that. That was well put. Yeah, definitely. All right. So um, So real quick before we before we continue, we're gonna we're gonna bring in Detroit Black. If you wanna, this seems like a hot topic because that's when the 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 text started heating up. Um, you wanna call in and talk about this? The number three two three six four two one six zero four. Um, you wanna text six seven eight two five zero four 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 two. Email. The no. radio show 2015 at gmail.com if you want to chime in on this. Because when you start bringing up race, man, it, 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 it's polarizing. And, you know, people want to talk about it. Quick question. When they call in, what number do they press to hold for to talk to us? Um, if they want to talk to the – if you want to talk to the host when you call in, um, press 1. I, I didn't. I mean, the guy says it on the. I mean, do I have to really explain that ATLD? I mean, he says it when you call in. Uh, well, we got a whole hands because, You know. Yeah, pretty much. You don't listen to the freaking show. You got to tell them, man. Got to tell the people what they want to know. I, I gave a phone number like a bajillion times. Hey, a bajillion and one, to be one man. Yeah. You'll I'm, live. You know. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna we're gonna bring in Detroit Black. Bringing in Detroit Black. Woo! Right. Entrepreneur, rapper, jack of all trades. My hero. And uh, Detroit Black, thanks for <laughs> coming on the, the radio show. Now, you said that, um, you know, we're going to talk about your, you know, what you got going on and everything, but um, you said that you wanted to chime in on what we were talking about. Well, you are way yeah. too big and way too tall for me to try to tell you what to say, so go for it. <laughs> Um, hear me? You can hear me, right? Yes. <laughs> Loud and clear. <laughs> listen, listen. Um, I wanted to chime in on this this subject because um, I use nigga in my music. I say nigga every day. You know what I'm saying? And I want to mention one thing. Like um, when when people take a word and make it abusive, um, a lot of times the word comes from something, and and that particular word. Nigga came from an Ethiopian word, from the Ethiopian language of America. And the word that white people took and made it negative was the word was negus. It's spelled N-E-G-U-S. And the definition is a king, ruler, or emperor in the Ethiopian language. So they took that and made it a negative connotation, and they took the word nigga and made it from the word negus. Negus is a original Ethiopian, you know, black word that was originated from the Ethiopians. And it was a powerful word, and they tried to turn that word into a derogatory word. So, you know, unfortunately, it became a, a word of, of pain to black people. And then over the years, as black people got used to hearing it, they changed, changed the word back to a term of endearment because we, we get so tired of hearing things that upset us, you know, you know, we'll change it into something that means something uh, 
you know, to, to, to personally something that's not as offensive. So, I mean, it's not, I'm not saying it's right. Everybody has their own opinion about that particular word. But, you know, I use it a lot in my music, so, I, you know, I, I'm going to know the, the history of it. And, you know, I, I you know, I, the way I roll is, if my person be in regular conversation, they say the word, I don't think word. If someone else of another race, trying to be funny, it comes across as offensive. Just like the word uh, bitch. You know, you talk to your girls, or ladies, you talking, yeah, bitch, man, it's cool. But when uh, when you're in the heat of an argument or something, it's funny. Like, so, you know, it's about how people feel the word. But, you know, my music is street music. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to be honest. You know, I, I keep it real. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so I just had to comment on that. So, you know, I, I, I deal with it. I hear it every day. I use it every day. It's not as offensive to me as depending on who is saying it to me. You know what I'm saying? And, and everybody, we're, we're diverse people. Black people are diverse. So we all have different upbringings and, and we feel certain ways about certain words. And, you know, uh, if you was raised over here and you look at the Klan rallying every two, two, and two, whatever, you don't have a person to hear that word. So I understand that. You know, if you're raised in the hood, you know, the best return of the dear people have a whole different opinion. And and, and 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 I know what you're saying, Detroit black or, or what Detroit black, but we're in America and we speak American, so it may. I'm just I'm just messing with you. Oh my god! I was about to. I mean, it's the perfect it's the perfect uh, subway segue into what I wanted to talk about real briefly, and that's the fact that our people is getting murdered. Uh, daily, it seems, by people that's supposed to be protecting and serving. Um, and and I just want to mention real quick, uh, the Million Man March is going on October 10th, 2015, the anniversary of this year. And is it, the, the theme of it is justice or else. And it's like, as a group of people, you know, for many years we've been marching and singing and, and praying and all of that, and nothing is, is really come up. And, and they're continuously murdering and getting uh, even more friends. And, you know, people are just, we comment on it, we haven't, we feel bad about it, all of that. But we're not really, you know, stepping up to do anything about it. We really have to make uh, a real strong point that we don't, we're not cool with this. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's what the song that I sent is, a, is about. It's called Rebels. And, and it's about we're not going to continue to accept this. You know what I'm saying? And um, I did it with two cats in my city, two uh, upcoming rappers, John Doe and a young rapper by the name of Mac Boy Chris. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, that's what we're speaking of, we're, you know, uh, that particular subject. But uh, I just want to say that Million Man March is October 10th, uh, 2015. People can get their money, their coins together to go, you know, you know make, make an effective change. Is that we can't as a group of people care about Black, hang on, man. We we um we losing you. You cutting out there? We're gonna try to get the audio fixed on that here. Can you hear me? Well, no, just yeah, just yeah, just repeat that last sentence you were saying. 
No, I was just saying that, you know, the Million Man March on October 10th, 2015 in D.C. will be a, a, a location where black people can come together and show, again, that we are unified, that we do care about each other, and that we can come together to uh, show all the other races that we do care about our cousins being killed, you know, by, by oppressive uh People that's supposed to be protecting and serving is not is not cool. You know what I'm saying? And uh, this hopefully can uh, get dialogue going between all of us. And, and I mean, hey, we have a lot of black people are in bad straits. We don't have jobs on it. We're already giving a lot. So you know, we're not gonna stand for this. You saw what happened. That was most of the kids that we bailed. You know what I'm saying? And 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 when Freddie Gray was killed. You know what I'm saying? And this isn't cool, and America needs to understand it. You know, and I'm just being real. You know, I'm not, I'm not about to mix with nobody, but you don't have a particular leader that stood up to, to lead and, and, and you know, really say things about you. But if as a nation of people, you all start speaking up, it's going to have to stop. And it's just to stop. There, there's lynching and killing going on all the time. America, and, and nobody's really saying much about it, you know what I'm saying? In my city, Detroit, no one talks about this, but black women are being kidnapped. Just just daily, it, it's, it's happening. They're being kidnapped and being sold into sex trade, and, and nobody's saying anything about people just in the All right, you know, because right, Detroit, we, Detroit, Hello? we hear you. Hey, we hear you. We feel your pain. Let's throw your music out there. Let's have a side conversation off the air. We want to get to okay. we want to get to these questions. We want to get to solutions. Let's throw your beats out okay. there. Okay. Let the world hear it. My bad. We can stop right there. I just wanted to say that. I did want to say that. We don't have to talk about it. No, I just wanted to throw that out there, though. But go ahead. Hey, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. Sixteen, uh, you got the music song queued up? Yes, we do. We're about to... Uh, uh, play this uh, song that's right at the pulse of this racial tension that uh, we have been talking about. It's a song by Detroit Black called Rebels. It's going to be uh, coming out soon with a uh, new CD, DVD release that Detroit Black has coming soon. Um, so we're going to... Uh, the Experience. Okay, yeah, it's called The Experience. And when is that dropping? Uh, late September. All right, it's late September. So we're going to ch check that out. And like I said, uh, along with uh, all of Detroit Blacks' uh, information, we're going to post on the Facebook page as well as Twitter. So Detroit Black, we're going to go ahead and uh, fire up Rebels right here on the radio show. Trayvon Martin, Freddie Gray, Mike Brown. Eric Garner, Samuel DeVos, Sandra Bland, Alice Green. I'll be on point in this paper, we get it. We eat in these streets, be like Popeye all spinach. Keep me a freak, man, I smack it, I flip it. Huh. She 
working that ass, she twerks it and spins it. Bossing that ass and I got your attention. Convening these streets and we forming a Senate. Taking the minutes, we pissing the dignity. Them pixels and different, they killing the shit. Ain't a bad time for these streets to look up. Killing our cousins, we giving a fuck. We young and we black and we strong and we wicked. Sending y'all pigs, we strong and we bitch. Ain't got shit but our lives, we give it. Ain't got nothing but time, we spend it. What can I say? Y'all see the way hate. Cause I'm so black, celebrated as great. Y'all shooting us dead right there in them streets. Uh. Keep nudging our beast and our beast is gon' feet. I'm around here just trying to live. No jobs, no chance, no fucks we get. I'm Every day just trying to make it. Like in the south, respect we gon' take. I'm around here just trying to live. No jobs, no chance, no fucks we get. I'm Every day just trying to make it. Like in the south, respect we gon' take. We getting fed up, won't take it no more. Angry and young, bringing straight to your dope. We getting fed up, won't take it no more. Angry and young, bringing straight to your dope. Okay, now black man shot just another nigga dead. Then another one make it out the hood just so I can get ahead. Where's coming from? They don't wanna see a nigga stacking up his bread. Where's coming from? Mr. White cop, boy, you heard what I said. I know you heard what I said. Well addressing my nigga, they locking up and they oppressing my niggas. Don't step to my niggas. It's holy warfare and my shooters amen and he blessing you niggas. Stressing the lesson, make less of you niggas. That just gonna bring out the best of my niggas. They pulling us over and stretching my niggas. Cropping us out of the picture, we gotta get richer. Cause white people do what they want, black people do what they can. But I am a rebel, so I get no fucks about doing your plans. I know where I stand, cause I am a man and I made this all on my own. It is what it is, so tell my people to stay focused. We gotta be strong. Hold I'm on. We out here just trying to live. No jobs, no chance, no fucks we get. I'm a every day just trying to make it. Locking us out, respect we gon' take. I'm a we out here just trying to live. No jobs, no chance, no fucks we get. I'm a every day just trying to make it. Locking us out, respect we gon' take. We getting fed up, won't take it no more. Angry and young, bringing straight to your dope. We getting fed up, won't take it no more. Angry and young, bringing straight to your dope. We getting fed up, won't take it no more. I just wanna be great. I just wanna be good. I wanna live life stress free. I wanna make it out the hood. All this motherfucking drama. All these motherfucking problems. Man, I sure this shit get old. All this fucking profiling. All these dirty ass cops. I ain't fucking with them hoes. They put their right hand up to God. They ain't taking niggas soul. Free my niggas locked up. My whole crew in that bitch. From snatching runs to holding guns in public and shooting this shit. Lighting crud every day, I get high as fuck. The white light set up, I keep a pistol tough. I'm a rebel dog growing up in the city where they up in statues of devil's dog. This shit real, nigga. Every day at least ten niggas getting killed, nigga. So I stack prayer and stay out the way. Get money, dog, with some real niggas. I'm a real here just trying to live. No jobs, no chance, no fucks we get. I'm a real day Locking us out, respect we gon' take. I'm a we out here just trying to live. No jobs, no chance, no fucks we get. I'm a every day just trying to make it. Locking us out, respect we gon' take. We getting fed up, won't take it no more. Angry and young, bringing straight to your dope. We getting fed up, won't take it no more. Angry and young, bringing straight to your dope. We getting fed up, won't take it no more. Angry and young, bringing straight to your dope. We getting fed up, won't take it no more. Angry and young, bringing straight to your dope. Uh, we'll just give him some more. Oh, oh, oh.
are you are you are you happy now, Easy? You got your little goofy horn sound. I didn't even hear it. So I didn't even hear you, it. You didn't get it. There you go. There we go. Yeah. We got our whole audience hyped up just now for that one horn. Yes, from from that one horn. Welcome back to the radio show. Got the crew in the house. I'm in 16. Got the jerk. The boy Cujo, ATL Diva, Easy. Our special guest, Detroit Not just Black, any, any radio show. Or some radio show. It's the radio show. Damn, somebody shot the horn guy? <laughs> and he won't be coming back. All right. Uh, R.I.P. Horn guy. All right, this portion of the radio show is being brought to you by Next Generation Mobile DJs. Book your wedding, birthday parties, corporate events, club meetings, and more. For more information, email mjad at nga-radio.com. Next Generation Mobile DJs, let us provide the soundtrack to your next event. Yeah, people are signing up right now just because of that horn. Damn right. Wow, it almost seemed like we're not going to get sued over that. But anyway, this is a jerk <laughs> here with Detroit Black, who has given us a dope-ass song to listen to. Man, you got a lot of powerful issues, a lot of powerful uh, subjects going on. we got a lot of stuff happening in our community that don't need to happen anymore. we got a lot of – I mean, when you live in a city where they have to have a public announcement on how you need to react – to the people who are trained or supposed to serve you without doubt in the event that you don't turn your blinker on, shit goes wrong. So you mentioned a lot of stuff. you got a lot of stuff going on. We've done the Million Man March. We've got a black president elected. A lot of people want to say, eh, racism is over, whatever. He's a black president that they don't even want to say he even came from the United States. You know, what what we doing? I mean, what what I'm out of options. I have absolutely no idea what to tell my child as far as what you need to do when the cop pulls up behind you. So what what new? What different? What motivating motivating agents can you give us for change? Give us something. Throw us in some new ideas. Spin us in a different direction, man. Just just preach to me, bro. And we lost the truck play. Oh, wait a minute. That, that's my bad. Okay, hear there we go. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? You no, had one job in 16. You had one job. <laughs> one job. <laughs> one. <laughs> Please tell me. Hey, that is crazy. Hey, hold on. I got I to gotta say this. I got to say this before Detroit Black responds. I'm thinking he's thinking of this, like, dope-ass, like, answer to the jerk's question. I'm like, yes, this is going to be great. M16, have one job, sir. Uh, uh, to mute, to mute uh, me. Um, <laughs> I know. You, you know what? I, I got a response to that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the first thing I would say you need to do is make sure that when you are getting pulled over, that you're getting pulled over in a place that's very public so people can see what's going on when you get pulled over. But, um, really, I mean, not much that we can do to really pay attention to the aggressiveness of uh, the officer. If the officer is 
overtly aggressive. You need to be as docile as possible because you don't want to goad them on. A lot of times, um, you know, it's, it's it's always a little bit of friction. But if I mean, if you got to run, you run. I mean, I don't. I really can't say much. The main thing I would say is you have to uh, start. We have to start getting people together to vote, to be voting certain things. You know, if, we, if we're voting, we can uh, try to get people in there that would be all about getting rid of certain people that, you know, all, all precincts got aggressive cops. And when they do certain things, like what's happened to uh, our, our brothers and sisters, when those particular officers do those things, they have to get, get time, you know, and all of those things. So we have to vote the right people in that would be willing to charge and, and, you know, sentence these people to murder. Cause that's what they're doing. They're murdering us. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it starts in the community, everybody getting together, voting the right people in, and we have to start sticking together, you know what I'm saying, and start spending our money with each other. It's, it's a process. We're so oppressed and so far behind, we have a long way to go to catch up, you know what I'm saying? So it's really not, I wish I had an answer for that, you know, whether I could say that can really help, but right now the the main thing is we have to start trying to vote people in that, that, that cares about our community, you know what I'm saying? And then... It, it starts with black people, but it's going to have to be some white people and other races that really care. You know, we have to do our research and about each candidate that's that's up for vote and go from there. There's another thing that I did want to say that's been stated uh, about the Ku Klux Klan. Um, they did say that, you know, in the future, and this was stated in the past, they're, they're not going to be wearing white robes. They're going to be wearing badges and, and uniforms and judges' robes, you know what I'm saying? And that seems to be what we're up against currently. So, you know, it's it's tough, you know what I'm saying? But we have to start trying to educate each other and ourselves. We have to come together as people and care about each other. And and we have to grow from there because we're way behind, you know, as, as a race of people, you know, because we're busy killing each other, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and throw this little piece in there that from personal experience the reason why the clan wears a robe is because they are people of influence they're not right. wearing it because they're cowards they're wearing it because they know what it means if they put their real face out there so they've been sheriffs they've been judges they've been police officers firefighters whatever you want to call them so they've always had these ranks but thank you very much very much for your words of wisdom we're going to try our best to move forward with it as much as we possibly can. So the key to this message is vote. Vote. People. Yeah, but I'm so glad he brought that up. About voting. I mean, it's about who you put in there. Definitely. And then don't be the one that doesn't go vote and then complain when somebody you didn't want to win wins. Come on now. Well, well, well hold on. Easy. That's the problem. You just said something right there. And we didn't got political around here, but that's the problem is that and, and I'm speaking for black folks here. Everybody went out and voted for Obama. No problem. But they voted for him, but then when it came to the other elections to get other people in the same party in as him, they didn't vote. Like, you can't just, like, vote the president and then just expect things just to not, happen. Just sit and back and say all the elections. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah, but I'm saying, but that's, a good, I voted that's a great for a point. Oh, that's a great point because like... that, that tends to be the trend with the people that vote you know, for the Democratic Party. They only come out when it's 
for the president. They don't vote for their senators and their congressmen or governor and none of that stuff. Like they only seem to want, only want to vote for the president. The president can't do it by himself. You got to vote people in in Congress and locally as well too. Exactly. It starts. It starts there. My whole issue with, and like I said in my previous statement, things are not going to change in our community until we start doing better by our own community. Like, I mean, our highlight is entertainment, sports, you know. Loving hip hop, New York. Everybody want to rock this car that they can't. Like the culture of it isn't. It just needs to change. Like people's priorities need to change. And I feel like I understand they want to march or else. But what is the or else? Because marching's not but, enough if you're not putting people in place that can strategically, like you said, focus on the educational part of the laws and who you get in office. I mean, all that stuff is what it's going to come down to. Not TV coverage of you standing in the street. It's not going to be enough. I'm so I'm glad Detroit I brought Black. that up. Detroit Black, are you still on the line? Yes. Can you hear me? All right. So, so what is? I, I meant to ask you that myself. I meant to bring that up myself. What is the or else? Hey, uh, if you go on YouTube and pull up Farrakhan when he was uh, actually speaking on it, he was saying that you know we're going to have to be willing to give our lives. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, rebel. <laughs> rebel, like, you know, I mean, I don't want to, I'm not the type of person to go or try to go to riots or, or speak on violence or all of that, but the point of the matter is these guys are killing, you know, killing young black men and women, and, you know, we're losing our lives anyway. So, without you know, uh, opportunities and, you know, everybody, you know, doesn't have the same opportunities as other races. We don't have these chances in life. So if we start fighting back because we don't, we don't have nothing to lose as is, that's the or else where uh, he's speaking of us being willing to give our lives like a Frederick Douglass. I mean, he didn't give his life, but people that's willing to fight like Sojourner Truth, uh, you know, and Matt Turner, you know, fight oppression. That's what he's going to be speaking about. In DC, you know what I'm saying? It's justice or else. You know what I'm saying? But, well, see, but I'm not I'm not into violence personally. Because I don't wait, because I don't I'm gonna just throw this in here because first of all, the people you were naming are legitimate people. But my problem is this they had to fight the way they had to fight because that was their only option. This isn't our only option. The way you fight battles change over time, just like technology. The way you go about things has to change, it has to evolve. We've already been losing our lives. What's the point? Of and I agree. I agree. Basically? I agree 100. But, you know, but you're I'm not saying that. kids out here. Well, I understand what you're saying, but you have to be a very strong-minded person because people marvel at this gentleman, okay? So you're going to have people who aren't going to think for themselves, which we have a problem with in our community. We just jump on the, the hippest bandwagon without really what? understanding what the sacrifice is going to be. Some kids are going to not have parents where it's already happening. But then at the same time, we're just going to be looked at as niggas standing in the street fighting without a cause. Well, no, 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 no. no. That's, not, that's, not what, that's not what we're saying here. I'm not saying that because I don't agree with, but you're saying you know, I, I personally don't agree with the Bible. I was asked the question. No, 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 no. Let, let no, no, no. I was asked the question. Let the black have his point out. I was asked the question, and 
This is what, so that's why I said you might want to pull up the YouTube of Farrakhan when he was spoke, speaking on the Million Man March. I'm not, I have no opinion of, you know, of, of trying to go violence. I'm not saying it like that. Right. But he asked what right. does he mean by or else. And that's what right. he was speaking of. And I would say that everybody needs to watch it for themselves. And everybody has to form their own opinion. But the thing is, we're having a dialogue about it. And we need to find a way to have this dialogue with politicians that would uh, care to have the dialogue as well. You know what I'm saying? So that, right. you know, this could be addressed. That's the main thing. It needs to be right. addressed. And it's like, if we don't say that we're going to agree to it, you know, if it continues and we don't do anything, it's going to just continue. Then what? So Amen. we have to get it to a point where people are willing to address it so that it can stop. And that's the main thing. That's what the march is about, all of that. I'm not saying, you know, it's cool about standing in the street, all that, but something, we have to come together some kind of way. And it hasn't been done in 10 years. I'm going to the Million Man March to hear uh, possible solutions. You know what I'm saying? Like going to the and everybody has their own opinion, and, and, you know, they can do what they feel they must do for themselves. But the thing is, what's going on needs to stop. And it needs hey, to be addressed. And whatever we got to do to get people to address it is what, what needs to be done. That's all I'm saying. Hey, we can take I'm not trying to right. go, right. go kill a copper, man. The listeners love Detroit Black. We get text and, and tweet that they they love the guy. It looks like he's going to the Million Man March to, to take over is what it sounds like. But, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, no, ATL Diva made a, a good point earlier. She was saying about, like, the media and all that. How come the BET Awards is, like, the only award show where, like, all these black people get together and they're not even dressed up for the occasion? They show up in, like, regular uh-huh. clothes. That's the only award <laughs> show that does that. Oh, my bad, but they see $500, though. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. We've been in... <laughs> We're spending all kind of money yeah. on stuff, but we can't pay, like, the bills. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go on a People slightly... People notice that. I'm going to go on a slightly different rant on that particular subject because black people historically have defined the norm. We have been mm-hmm. the trendsetters. What right. we do has outlaid things for other cultures. So mm-hmm. if we want to do our own thing, I think we should be allowed to do it. If you want to... Pay five hundred dollars to wear flip flops and sandals, and you got the money to do it. I don't think anything should impede you from being being able to do that. Being dressed to the nines in a five hundred thousand dollar Vera Wang dress just to <laughs> me labels you with somebody who wants to wear a Vera Wang dress. It doesn't make you more or less sophisticated than the other person. It just makes you your own individual. So but I'm saying either, that's the only award show that does that. Like, I'd be damned if no, 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 like that to no. the Grammys or whatever. No, what I'm saying is you let – my op- my opinion is on this is you let the artist be the artist. Point blank period. I don't care what they show up in. If they show up butt naked and they draw and they're trying to make a statement, this is the statement that they're trying to make because they're an artist. They're trying to get their word across. They're trying to get their message across. Me defining how an artist should look in a particular situation is me controlling their environment. This is me imposing my views on someone else. That's why I have a small problem with organized religion, but that's a whole other conversation. But that's how I view it. If the BET Awards people 
who are winning these awards and who are doing the damn thing and they're changing the, the world and minds of people across the world, if they want to be individualistic, who are we to say that they can't be? Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate with you real quick because... I just was the devil. What the fuck? But look, though, but look, you're going to... Listen, though, you take the, the same artist, okay, so he goes to the BET Awards and he wears sneakers and whatever. Okay, cool. The artist, okay, so I respect what you're saying. My issue is going to be when the same artist gets invited to a different award ceremony and he chooses to assimilate instead of wearing himself, which is his choice. But what I'm saying is it's interesting how in certain settings they can make an excuse for wearing something that's not dressed up or what we would call formal appropriate if they go to something black. But if they go to something white or more considered higher up, they would totally to the wear a tux or something. I don't know what that's that's the But if they're going to be an artist and that's who they are, you know what I'm saying? Right like, why would you I, not? I understand what the you're last coming couple from. Lil Wayne has had to do shows. I'm saying Lil Wayne has had to do shows on the sidewalk because he was not invited formally to a event. Um, the chick with the who wears the wigs all the time. God, India, I, not India Irie. Yeah, India Irie. She's been denied appearances at certain events because she will not change who she is or what she will wear. So there are artists who stand by what they stand by, and then you have your Beyonces who will. Swat pop and whatever she got to do to make sure pop. Oh my god! To make sure yeah, that, that she's being sold that. in all the stores. But, wow. but that's what she's doing. She's she's a thirty-something-year-old woman who's doing twerk videos, singing songs about slapping her weave. And she, this is an established artist who's conforming to the norm to sell albums. Like you have people who stand by their truth. And you have people who will sell out for anything. That's just who they are. Just like MC. And I don't deny either one of them. out for, for Donald Trump. So I mean, you know, it happened. <laughs> yep, yep. I was, I was not. If you missed the show earlier, folks. folks, that did happen. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. MC we, you know how funny this is, you know, in in doing these shows that, you know, we see what we get, Kujo and Jerk. For planning stuff. When we did the last show, we didn't plan stuff. We plan stuff, and then we run up on a subject like this that's just like it's never ending. And you know, when you look at stuff like this, where you where you run across a topic that just fits. I mean, because it made the text just go berserk. Like I can't even read them all because people just went this whole police, you know, all of it just made it go crazy. And so you know, they never. I'm sorry. My suggestion is to that, let the people have their voice. The last five minutes of the show, read the text. If you want to read, respond to any of them, the track black, if you're on the line, I'd love to hear what you got to say about this. Just keep it short. Sure, I'm sure. Give the last, okay. Give the last five minutes to the audience. Let's read those okay. damn texts. Okay. Yeah, I, I right. want to hear what some of the people have to say, too. All right. Well, um, let's start with this one. Somebody writes in is that um, – well, they were talking about when we were using the N-word earlier, saying that they're not offended by the word. It's defined in the dictionary, and what's defined in the dictionary is not who I am. 
Um, mm-hmm. Somebody write in. Somebody also wrote in to taunt me about my rant about the phone line, saying that you call the number. We're not special, and your line doesn't work. I'm gonna send them a <laughs> finger. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. That's great. Hey, shout out to that person. What? what real, yes. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, what, whatever. Now, uh, somebody else wrote in about tips with being able to deal with the police when you're being pulled over. Let the police officer let him or her talk and listen to why you're being stopped. Remain polite. If the person needs to see your license, registration, and proof of insurance, it's okay for you to ask, am I being issued a citation? Uh, oh, Lord. This, I already know where it, that it, one it, came from. That's say, exactly also, what Sandra Bland did. That is exactly what Sandra Bland did. Man, there's so many here. Oh, here's here's a here's a tweet for Detroit Black saying that finally somebody rapping with a real message so sick of the garbage that they try to pass off as rap. Kudos to the Detroit rapper. Somebody messed up and called Detroit Black Detroit Red. How did that happen? <laughs> Detroit Red. <laughs> hey, 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 D, you might want to take that and run with it, bro. Nah, <laughs> that was Michael Max. That was Michael Max. Yeah. Oh, say, yeah, he's that's not gonna work. He's pretty dark. <laughs> somebody write, somebody I really want to know where that girl, rant came from then. Somebody writes in Let the girl talk more This person is obviously not very smart <laughs> uh, They must have a lot of witness guns I don't M16 jealous much? He's been hating He invited me on this show He's been hating he, Yeah he invited you And then he just tried to dog you Hater I didn't, 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 can I finish reading here? We're doing a doing a listener focus here, and you're you're interrupting. Okay. Yes, please keep going. Jeez. All right. Uh, jeez, man, you made me lose what what I was reading here. Yeah. Oh, let okay. the girl talk more. Oh, oh, somebody, right, somebody right then also is that it, 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 is it okay? in any situation where if you feel you haven't violated any laws and you're not being issued a ticket, is it okay to ask the police officer, can you go? I don't know if I feel comfortable in doing that. There is there is a provision. You can ask the officer, are you being detained? If the officer says you're not being detained, you can walk away. Yeah. I, I, I tell you what, I'll tell you what. Next time you, you get pulled over, why don't you try that? And then when you do it, call me and let me know how it turns out, okay? If you can call me, all right? Next you know what? Just don't, do it, just don't do it on Friday because you ain't getting out till Monday. True. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, well, no. I don't know what – well, whatever. I'm going to skip that whole conversation. But I don't know if y'all been uh, experiencing the same things I've been experiencing, but – I've seen a whole lot of people in cars not get pulled over for not nothing because they're trying to avoid all this bull corn. Oh, well, I got pulled over in Dunwoody for running yeah, a pretend red light. 
Oh my god, that was the most joke experience, of course. That's where. So I, I have to say this: we're like totally ran over, and we're running out of show here. So I wanted to try something here to wrap up everything, and. I want to say real quick before we do that, thanks to Robert Cooper for coming on earlier talking about the Core Four. Thanks to Detroit Black for coming here and almost starting a goddamn riot. Appreciate that. And all the people who text and tweeted and the people who tried to call, look, man, email Blog Talk and take it up with them, okay, if the phones don't work. Because, I, I, you know, I, I got people texting my personal phone telling me, that's all we want to talk. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm not the web administrator. If the damn thing doesn't work, it doesn't work. Maybe it'll work next wine, week. Wine, 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 wine. Nobody wants your excuses. Fix it. My, my, it's your fault. I'm the one. Okay. Just say it's my okay. fault. Just say I'm sorry. Okay. Just say I'm sorry. Nobody's texting my phone. I'm just saying. Really? This is what we. Do. This is what we. Be. Okay. Whatever. So anyway, thanks to Robert Cooper <laughs> for earlier. Thanks to Detroit Black for coming by, and. You know, give a shout out to, to uh, songs from Double A and Edson Sean. And like I said, the information on them we will be putting on the Facebook page just as soon as we get a chance. Now, I want to play a little game right here at the end of the show here. All right. It's something that the jerk I like game. I talk about. All right. We're going to, it's just a simple, it's a simple, uh, uh, I guess you call it a simple segment called Random, where. You say one sentence with the one thing that's on your mind right now. Not a paragraph, not a just one sentence, okay? On what's on your mind right now. One sentence. All right, so we're gonna start with our special guest, Detroit Black. Detroit Black, go. All right. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Was that the sentence? <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's what's on All his right. mind. He's here. That's what's on his mind. Way to go. Way to go. To hey, you. That's deep. That's deep. That's real deep. That's deep. And you know what? That's a perfect answer. Let's just leave it right I'm there. Here. Easy. Go for it. Fraud people, man. They get on my nerves. What? ATLD was. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get a man a retry. Get a, get a man a retry. Just start over. Get a man a fresh run. Uh, listen, I'm here, and I think I'm going to end my night with tequila. Basically. Cool job. I've had this piece of popcorn kernel stuck in my teeth since, like, 11 a.m. And I finally got that shit out. Hey, hey, give him a round of applause for that, because that's the magazine. Yes, that's how you take the game. That's how you take the game. Not even a toothpick can get that out sometimes. Think about that. Yeah, that's... I legit feel accomplished though. That thing that that's that has been bothered. Hey, I'm that's what I'm saying, man. Before they show, that's now the highlight of your night. Oh, Dirk, what about you? That was hilarious. Dirk, you Why Paul Rudd? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> 
All right, man. I've called my cable company for so many discounts. I have to disguise my voice when I call now. Yep, because the different associates are going to know that it's you. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it. Kudo won the game, though, because ain't nothing like getting a popcorn kernel when you're stuck, man. Get a man a round of applause again, man. Hell yeah. Hey. Hey, but, but, but when I asked for that, I didn't get the noise. You shut up. Hey, all right. You hey, you made up for all that's of that. That's your version of the applause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. So you made up for it. I did. I made up for it. So we we are um, we're appreciative to everybody who stopped by to listen to us today. Everybody who texted, tweeted, whatever they did is greatly appreciated. We'll be back, depending on what the ratings look like, next Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Yeah. My friend on the horn thinks that the ratings are going to be good. We'll just have to wait and see, won't we? All right, so we're going to be back next Tuesday, 8 8 p.m. You can catch us, blogtalkradio.com slash it's the radio show. All right? You can find us there. You can tweet us during the week. At Radio Show Tweets on Twitter. You got something? Y'all can follow me on Twitter too. While y'all at it. Oh yeah, go for it. Plug y'all stuff, man. If you want people to follow you on Twitter or whatever else you're on here. Nah, man. We can wait. We can do that another day. Okay. (laughs) No, go ahead and show it. No, 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 no. This is like the one selfless show that we're going to do. I'm everybody. Everybody that showed up. Four oh four. Give shout out to four oh four at uh Facebook.com. Check out the trailer. Hit up Detroit Black. Man's got a lot of rock and music. Check him out. Serious shit. I hope you had a lot to drink before you listen to it because you're probably gonna be depressed as fuck. But great music. <laughs> hey, but Keep that's what real, real music music does to you. That's what some real music does to you. Yeah. Hey, listen, whatever it takes, right? It makes you think. But I think it makes anyway, you think. We are like super it gives me diarrhea. over. We're, 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 like, we're like past being, like we ran over everything we did. We ran over all all the time constraints we put up, we ran over all of them. So maybe next week we might, I don't know, stay on schedule. Who knows? Who cares? But this one's in the books. I want to thank everybody, like I said, for listening, all the hosts. Anybody else got anybody to shout out to? P.O.P., hold it down. <laughs> and on that Pop. note, it's all right. On that, oh, wait, we don't have the little in. We don't have our little in. Oh, wait, before we, we go back to beverage. I missed the beverage. You know what? Bring back breakfast. I got a shout out. I got a shout out. Uh, Illegal Keys. Illegal Keys is the guy who did our theme song for us, so I gotta shout him out. So, appreciate you doing the theme song. Yeah, alright. Alright, so we will catch you guys next week. Blogtalkradio.com slash it's the radio show. We will catch y'all next week. So, so just for future reference, does does the show end at 9.51 or... I mean, yeah. next week it might be 9.48. Hey, we, we need to be more defined. That is an odd an hour time. and some change. 
and we like went yeah, over it, that. I think depending yeah, on how much change you have in your pocket. Yeah, we kind of ran over that, but uh, we'll try and uh, see if we can do just as decent a show next time as we did today. I guess we'll see. In sixteen, we'll make sure the phone lines work. So. Um... You yeah, know, just send all your know. send all your hate mail and text to me because that seemed like we did all night. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone bring them to yeah. a gun range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can follow me on Twitter too at M16. I check it sometimes. No one's gonna do that. No one's gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're going to get out of here. So play the the shotguns again, and I'm ending the show right now. Yeah. My leg! What the fuck are you doing?